or in drifts, the weight of the inky darkness pressing down on him. He doesn't know how much time has passed since he started sinking, but he's long since given up resisting the pull of the abyss. He deserves this fate, after all he's done. He even prefers it to the torture of Evelyn's death playing out before him. Eventually, he would stop sinking, and oblivion would await him at the bottom. He had once considered clawing his way back up, but what would be the point? He would emerge only to relive the horrors of his own making again, over and over. But here, in this void, he could find peace. The weight dragging him down is strangely comfortable, like being wrapped in a heavy blanket, and he knows that in this, he can't fail. There would be no one to let down, no one to betray, no one. Faded memories begin to form in his mind, blurry images slowly coming into focus. He hears something, a cackle, static, his own heartbeat, or the whirring of computers, he, he can't tell, and it's gone as quickly as it came. Whatever it was, something has changed. He's no longer sinking, and the void surrounding him begins to take shape. The epic tracer's battered form materializes on the surface of Arellos, awaiting her crew to return and escape Sardot Zolan's lab. He looks over his shoulder and sees them. Ziva. Mike. Fell. Xeno-5. Sedona. His heart beats heavy in his chest. The severed tether pulses with hues of green and yellow, and he feels himself drawn into a sprint. He watches helplessly as the crew lags behind him, knowing that in moments, Sedona will be vaporized by a barrage from the Sardat's artillery. No matter how hard he tries to resist, this memory plays out exactly like it did on that day. Oren runs to the ship. After all, he has to start it up and get this crew the hell off of this asteroid and away from Zolan's bombardment. A fresh stab of pain works its way down his emotional tether until it disappears along with the scene around him. For a brief moment, he's left with the comforting embrace of the darkness. But terror creeps back into his mind again as he realizes he must now suffer this memory in a perpetual loop. Several times it plays out, and no matter what he tries, he is carried through those same motions, those same guilt-ridden decisions over and over again. The repetition is maddening, and just as he nears what must be a mental break, he feels something in his heart. He remembers that Sedona was with him for one final moment before leaving this plane of existence forever, and somehow that bit of emotional residue remains, locked away from the leak in the tether, plaguing him ever since Siva made that fateful slice. That tiny spark is enough to bring Orin back to his senses and start actually thinking, or rather feeling his way through this situation. Something happened earlier that brought him here. What was it? He had heard something, yes. A laugh broken by static interference. Orin focuses all of his resolve to find the edges of what he knows must be an illusion. The events still transpire. Pain is still raw but he endures and tries to perceive the reality beneath the nightmare. But he can't see past the torturous memory, yet this focus is enough for him to make a small change in the events. 
he slows his run towards the ship. He isn't able to stop himself completely, but he can resist, slowing down enough to see with his own eyes the moment that Sedona is disintegrated in the explosion. The pain's unbearable, and Orin's reduced back to a helpless state for several loops, but eventually he rallies his resolve again. This time, he's able to actually prevent himself from running. Instead, he pushes Sedona with all of his might away from the blast radius, only to be evaporated by the missiles himself. Rather than the memory ceasing there, he watches, disembodied, as the rest of the crew makes it to the ship, but without their pilot, they can't outmaneuver the next barrage, and the epic tracer explodes. Then the scene starts anew. Orin tries everything he can to change the events of the horrific memory, but each time he trades one tragedy for another, or fails to make any effective change. The futility of his efforts are almost worse than experiencing the loop, but he pushes through. He knows there is something he must do here, something he's supposed to see. He begins to notice that both the static sound and the unnerving cackle both get louder the closer he gets to Xeno 5 each loop. So he starts to force himself near Xeno as much as he can throughout the sequence. But each time the laughter rings in his ears as even more tragic circumstances manifest. Again, he pushes forward, and repeat after repeat, he gets closer and closer. He doesn't know why, but he can feel Sedona, or perhaps even Ibra, leading him closer towards the reactor, and he knows that he must be there when Zeno activates the rune drive. With a tremendous amount of will and effort, Orin is finally able to make it to the engine bay, where Zeno 5 stands poised to place his hand on the rune drive. He's never seen this moment before, and part of him wants to reach out and stop his friend from touching that fateful green cube, but he holds fast and keys his perception directly on Zeno. The android reaches his hand out to the rune drive, and just as Orin has been told, Zeno begins to dematerialize. But just then, everything pauses. The whole scene freezes, and Zeno 5 looks directly at Orin and says, It worked. It actually worked. Hello, Orin. It's been a while. The nightmares are gone, and everything fades to black leaving the wayward mystic and the enigmatic technomancer standing before each other for the first time since Aurelos. Every now and then, I get a little bit terrified. But then I see the look in your eyes. Every now and then, I fall apart. And I need you now tonight. 
I need you more than ever. If you only hold me tight, we'll be holding on forever. And we'll only be making it right because we'll never be wrong. Somebody stop me. I can, I'll uh, go no, to the hole. I'm just going to let no, you just, go. Just keep like, on rolling, man. I fucking I'm need your mother now. Thank you. <laughs> and if you only hold me tight. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. I we mean, once there. upon a time, there was a light in my life. But now yeah. there's only love in the dark. And there's nothing I can say. A total it's eclipse of the heart. Uh, I think that's the best intro we've ever had, period. It's appropriate. Like, all, yeah, I thought all so. shows, like... Across the board, huh? <laughs> yeah, totally. Just, just needed to drop some old Bonnie Tyler. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's, what we, that's what this podcast has really been missing. And that's how the podcast ends. We get sued by Bonnie Tyler's yep. estate. And now that's... That's a, that's, that's a fun way to go out, I reckon. <laughs> I mean, there's worse ways to go, I suppose. Um, we can't go much further until we acknowledge that we have a birthday in the room. So, Zach, happy birthday to you. Thank I you. hope birthday, that you buddy. have happy a birthday, wonderful... Happy birthday, Zach. Ooh. Yeah, I hope you have a wonderful weekend playing whatever games, watching whatever TV, eating whatever foods, and drinking whatever liquids that you would like to drink this weekend. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and, and hey, if you want to drink foods, too, by all means. You yeah, can do that. Put them in a blender, Yeah, and you can drink them. Literally, nobody can stop me. This is a wild <laughs> world. It's not You're a grown-ass man. It's not illegal. <laughs> it's not even... I mean, it depends on what you're eating. Fair enough. Mm. Well, look, it's not illegal if you don't get caught. All right? So, there you go. I mean. Right. <laughs> this is taking a weird turn. Into yeah, some, like, like the impl- I don't like the implications here, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's just move well, on. I just love the yeah, image of, on. like, Zach going and buying himself a really nice, like, birthday steak and a Bloody Mary, and then just... <laughs> Blender. <laughs> I'd drink it. I'd probably drink it. Steak. You would drink a raw steak mixed with Bloody Mary mix in a it, blender? It's like a it's like Maybe. a whole new meaning to steak and shake, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It just just add the letter I in front of the end. Steak in shake. There you yeah. go. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I'm gonna do that this time. <laughs> but I'll keep that one in my back pocket, you know, just in case. Zach, for your podcast birthday present, I am going to give you a personal inspiration. Oh, oh. yay. Okay. Uh, so why don't you roll me? Uh, I don't know. We'll go with a D6. How's that sound? Sure. One. One. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, we got a certain newt inspiration okay. here. Some newt. Uh, to the starlight curmudgeon, I bet Sedona never crashed the ship. Oh, come on, man. That's oh, brutal. On his birthday, sir. What a birthday. Yeah. <laughs> These are supposed to be inspirations, es- not especially, burns. Especially given the context. Like, yeah. it's just, that hurts, man. Seriously. Seriously. Oof. Oof. Okay. Sir newt. But happy oof, birthday, oof Zach. his goof. Thanks. You know? I bet Sedona never avenged her own death. Boom. Jeez. Well, she kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> she she, she kind of did. Anyways, anyways. Thank you, Newt. Happy birthday, Zach. Now for me to make the rest of your night miserable as okay. we continue to push into the heart of night. Uh, 
where we last left off, you guys defeated the Drays, the Space Asparagus, uh, the Drays, uh, and you and you actually like smashed them. I mean, you, we cleaned you stomped house. All, yeah, you stomped all over that encounter. Um, as far as what they have on them, nothing really of. I mean, you know, they got the shadow staves, but they're not great. You know, I mean, they're not bad, but they're level eight two-handed staff uh, that can shoot at range. And then there's some advanced Lashunta temp weave, but I think you guys all have better armor than that as well. So, aside from that, there is a battery per staff with 40 charges each. So if anybody needs to update their weapon or oh, their so ammunition and take them high cap batteries. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll take at least two. All right. You do I mean, that. Take them all. Shit. I mean, I'll take two. If you take two, I use them as explosives. Yeah. Take your grenades. That's true. You do use those. Take as your, explosives. uh, what was it? Galaxy S six. Galaxy Note 6. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Um, and if you remember, you some of you may, some of you may not, but there is a giant effigy with the face of none other than Dr. Gagant kind of looking over this altar that is here. So you guys are welcome to do what you want at this point. So... Tina would definitely want to investigate this altar and yeah. like get a get a closer eyeball on this. So it's it's an effigy. I was thinking it was like I don't know actually the way you described it last episode. Well, like, it's a an enormous yeah, it's an enormous head formed from bone and sinew, um, and it juts out from the southwestern wall of this like heart chamber or whatever, um, and its features are gazing downward at the square stone altar that is there before you. One thing that is, I just think is interesting, but to remind you too, um, that the air here smells of cinnamon and freshly baked bread. Yeah. That's so, uh, like, I love it's, that smell, but the, the, the environment. I yeah, I don't like this this combination. No, uh, cinnamon yeah. rolls, baby. <laughs> the, the heart it, of it's night. It's like Hellraiser, but in a bed, bath, and beyond. The, you know, <laughs> the heart of night was Martha Stewart's heart all along. Yes. <laughs> um, Martha Stewart is the one that I have cast wicker baskets off to the so. side. Yeah. My God, that's so fucked up. But that's also canon now. Martha Stewart Doilies. was cast for Doctor Gaunt. Um. Okay, question then. Is this smell coming from anywhere in particular, or is it just, like, completely suffused the room? It's just throughout the room. I think I understood what you meant. And was it just this room, or...? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Hmm. Um, I mean, what's on the altar? Uh, so, on the altar is one finger of one of the Dralix, as he had cut it off as you walked in. Um, there, you can tell that it's made of, um, this unusual translucent, but dark stone, uh, that 
I think those of you from the Shadow Plane would recognize as solidified shadow stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want any further, uh, I need a perception or a mysticism. I would like to roll mysticism. Sorry, I don't know why I said it like that. that was really <laughs> you weird. now have to talk in that character I voice as Tenna for the rest this of this adventure. <laughs> has been some kind of transaction. What with the fuck is voice? wrong with you? Don't worry about it. I rolled poorly. That's More a drink. twenty. Twenty is terrible. Yeah. Thirty. Thirty yeah. on which perception? That is not good enough. Okay. I'm gonna roll my regular uh, dice for this. Upset. Oh, no. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Why do we uh, all suck so much? Um, I don't speak know. Speak for yourself. Well, what What'd did you, you roll? roll? Nothing. Yet. <laughs> 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 all right. I walked into that one. I rolled a three. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Why do we all suck so much? <laughs> uh, well, would you like to try to roll a perception as well, Emily, since you yeah, I did would. not do so well on mysticism? And if anybody else has mysticism, they can also try. Actually, I didn't roll anything because I don't have mysticism, so there. You don't have Oh, to. I have a plus six to mysticism. We're you can roll perception. I, I've already rolled perception. I can perception. get higher than what I... Okay. Uh, fuck, it's only My, No, I Mike's can't. like, I don't understand the question, and I won't respond to it. <laughs> so I'm just uh, gonna I'm just gonna say real quick though jumping back and forth between playing lower level characters to this I'm like yeah 17 oh wait that's terrible yeah <laughs> uh, here's what I'm gonna do um, because... 19 on a mysticism because this no, okay. is crucial no? story information Damn. that they don't that they expect you to pass the roll on even though we couldn't yeah, yeah oh oh yes <laughs> it's like and uh yeah what. What I would, what I was going to say, uh, was that um, because you guys are twins and because you guys both rolled thirty, I'm going to convert Trelax's thirty into an eight, which makes it a thirty-two for Tenna, which is exactly the DC that you need to hit. <laughs> Adam, you know what? Take take an inspiration. That's an yeah. Emily inspiration because I like the way you. I just, mean, we got there by the rules, you know, you know? sort of ish. Sort I like of ish. it. Yeah. Emily, yeah. if you're if you're dipping yeah. out inspirations, you're gonna read that card. You're gonna read the, in, the inspiration. Yeah, if you give one out, you gotta, you gotta read it. Here's the ins- inspiration. Hey, Adam. What's up? You're doing great. Yeah, the thanks. end. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, what you see is that as you're really looking over it and, and here's the thing too guys you could take 20 as well oh well right? then That's, yeah you know so there's always that option um, but what you do find is that you see a small more solid stone in the center of the altar it's like embedded in it like under the surface so, like, it, the shadow stuff was shaped around it and then solidified, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, as as denizens of the shadow plane, do we know how to unsolidify shadow stuff? Man, um, you notice how denizen is never a positive connotation? Oh, I thought it would. I mean, we're taking the word back. Yeah. I mean, nobody ever talks about, oh, yeah, I'm a denizen of New York or whatever. They always, you know, it's like denizens refer to people who live in, like, 
I do like think bad of guy it as hideouts m- and stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I think of it as more of like um, a m- sort of medieval, sort of an archaic term. Historically British, it's a foreigner allowed certain rights in the adopted country. Oh. But formal really? humorous, uh, like the present day, is an inhabitant or occupant of a particular place. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, that's the one I was going for. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, do we know how to f- un- unfinangle it? It's also a type of Levi jeans. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent trivia on that one. <laughs> yep. It's for you, I Zach did not know that, thing. you know. Uh, sorry, Adam. Oh yeah? What? Do, do we We're know playing? how to un Do we know how to unsolidify it? Uh, you don't. You don't at all. Um what I can tell <laughs> exactly. There it is. He brought exactly. it back, y'all. He brought it back. Um, what you do feel uh, emanating from this altar, and, and strangely enough, is a deep sense of positivity and love and devotion. Okay, what do we really feel? Sense motive. <laughs> Sense motive on the rock. Um, yeah, I mean, so you feel empathy, love, like um, nostalgia, deeply embedded into this altar and effigy. In the effigy? Yeah, the altar, the effigy, the oh, cinnamon, everything. It's from the just, people that made the thing. Worshipping her, the deep love that they have for yeah, her. It's my yeah. guess. Yeah, it's some weird words, propaganda shit. Is what it sounds like to me, man. Uh, um, can go we, on, touch it. Lick can it. We after break you, thing? after you, Kuiper, go for it, big guy. Gloombot would lick it, but he doesn't have a tongue, so I'll we're not it. licking it. Can we break it open? Oh my uh, god, I want the stone. No, no. Uh, let's see where this licking thing goes. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's back up. Let's explore this avenue. Yeah. Let's not take anything off the table. All right. We're an open-minded uh, party. I, I need Kuiper specifically. Yeah, I try to say. I'll do it. You know what? You know Kuiper. I'll, I'll play again. Take the statue just to see what happens. Just lick it. And nice tongue Kuiper. <laughs> Kuiper, uh he's not gonna fucking lick and lick at lick it. And so he's just No Kuiper. Looking at lick it. So lick the statue. Lick. <laughs> just lick it. <laughs> you know you want to lick the statue. Obvious <laughs> absurd. And he's actually but he is going to approach this uh, the uh the stone and he is going to go ahead and touch it. He's gonna rub his butthole on it. I'm a a cat, not a savage. (laughs) You are a cat. So when you touch it, it, the altar feels cold to the touch. However, you you feel this again. You feel a stronger surge of of love and and empathy in it, and like like coming from the altar. Is Gloombot feeling this as well? Probably not. Okay. I mean, you could try to touch it. It's just going to be a little less pronounced for Gloombot, I would I would imagine, because you're an SRO. And I guess he sees uh, Gloombot approaching. Well, I never said that. 
Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay. You're not. You're not. You're I, not going to touch like, the I'm lodestone. Not gonna lick, I'm not going to lick that Look, shit. No. I would lick it if I had a tongue. Uh, so after <laughs> seeing right, Kuiper, I'll lick it. Jesus. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mike. Tell me if it tastes like. Oh my god. Oh my god. I hear that so cinnamon that's bread actually, is quite nice. That's actually a good question. Like as so, Tina would step up to the altar as she's moving forward. Does the smell change? Is it more powerful closer to the altar, or is it just still kind of altar room? I would say the smell doesn't get more powerful, but maybe the sense of nostalgia does. Okay. Um. Uh. Tina would touch the altar. Yeah. So just, what? Tell me what. Tenna is thinking or feeling when you touch the altar. What's what's in your mind? I mean, curiosity and uh, sort of trepidation because she just really assumes that this is some kind of like kind of like you described, some sort of empathy-based trap to like entrap the people who are already like following Gregant and making them more. So, you know, ooh well, la la, uh, but uh, so she's she's real nervous, but she wants to figure <clears> the shit out. So when you touch it with, with trepidation in, in your mind, you feel it kind of pull back a little bit, and like the smell of bread almost goes like it's burning a little bit, like it smells like burnt toast for just a second, like almost in response to what you're thinking. That's a stroke. Smell burnt. She's seizing up. So, Tina realizes that. (laughs) Not another one. (laughs) Y'all are really laying down the Sedona lines pretty thick. I cannot. I cannot deal with (laughs) y'all. And would like actively think like negative thoughts against Gregant against this whole Shadow Queen situation, just to see if, like, that's, you know, the smell changes again. Like, actively trying to work against whatever, like, compulsion this is. Uh, alright. So, I need you to roll a reflex save. Oh, neat. Cool, 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 cool. Get out of here, baby. That's a 32. Uh, yeah, so you you feel it recoil. Uh, whatever this is, recoil at, at your your feelings. And it almost like tries to... like You see a little bit of the shadow stuff shape into sharp blades. And like very small. Like it was would have only been 2d6 of damage. But you're able to pull your hand away quick enough... Um, to not be pierced by that. And then it goes back to its normal smooth shape and the, the smell of cinnamon returns and, and nice bread and the empathy and love continues to push out. I love this rock is basically like a crazy ex-girlfriend. Say, love me or I'll stab you. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, basically though. Um, I think we should destroy it. Yes. That sounds like a wonderful idea. Mike, because like you got a big heavy weapon, i.e. your fist and such. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna destroy it with my open fist. 
Like, I'll hit it with a Dashko. I was just gonna say you, you got go. that other thing, that big, that big. Yeah, thing. I've got like thirty-seven weapons. Like we're good. <laughs> thirty-seven, exactly. <laughs> I mean, ten will take out her, um, her chains. You know. Uh, I mean, yes. just smash it on the ground. Yeah. Well, it's an no, altar. it's big. It's like oh, built like... into the wall. Over ah, a, over a okay. large like oh, okay. desk sized altar, you know, like interesting. Yeah. I'm picturing I mean, a bust or something, I guess. But it's right. the it's like altar. It's the altar that has like this sort of like stone or whatever. The altar has the stone in in, encased in it, yes. And the face, the large face, you know, is looking Above down it. at the altar, you know, with like a beatific gaze, you know, like a very soft and welcoming gaze. I, I would like to attack the altar. Yeah, I was uh, going to run up like right. Gimli and Rivendell attacking the one <laughs> ring, you know? Well, it responds insane as you hit it, and it literally nothing happens to the altar. Not even a scratch. Tight. Cool. <laughs> tight, yeah, tight. I, I don't think we're smart enough to figure this puzzle out, bro. I don't think so either. I reckon not. Um, All right, let's go home. Can I... T- no, because I didn't pass my fucking mysticism check. Never mind. I guess there's nothing else. I don't else. think that you guys have not figured it out. I think you guys are too scared to do the thing. That you don't want to do. Lick it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm a dumb. Um, Tenno looks at the altar, looks back at the rest of the crew, lays her hand on the altar, pulls out her blade, and cuts off her pinky finger. What the okay. fuck? Holy shit. What, what Just- are you... What, what? Hold on, guys. What are you? What are you thinking in your mind as you do this? So the Aspera bitches were doing this on the altar, and like there's still a pinky there, and it's like, okay, I, I Tina knows that she has a regeneration serum in her inventory right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like you know what? No, like what are your feelings that you? That oh, he, Tina's headspace, yeah. not me. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know. I'm just cutting off shit. Uh, no. So Tina just kind of like, again, sort of takes in the room, takes in the finger on the altar, and just thinks, we're not going to get anything else out of this unless we start making sacrifices as she intends for her like followers to make. So you have it in your mind in what regard then? So right before she goes to cut like the finger, mm-hmm. she just it's just all these spiteful thoughts and just kind of like I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing it to end you. Like she can't keep herself from thinking those thoughts, you know. She well, can then do the nothing action. happens except you lose a pinky. Well, that's okay. <laughs> this was rash. <laughs> uh, I will say that when you when you do cut your pinky off on the altar, you get this feeling almost of like 
motherly love wrap around you and like try to be protective of of you she just watches as like the the blood kind of splurts out of her vacant pinky space Mm -hmm. and she like closes her eyes takes a deep breath and starts to think about the enclave and mm-hmm. her family and all of her friends and all of the good times and she tries to get herself in a positive mindset and just tries to momentarily let go of all of her seething, horrific, churning anger and hatred and cuts off her ring finger. Roll a diplomacy check with a plus four. This is really important, so I'm you might want to use the inspiration. In a, yeah, inspiration. Yeah. So that'll be a plus seven. Mm-hmm. All right, so, the, okay, that plus four, 34. DC, 30. Okay. As you, as you focus on the love and empathy you have for the people in your life, you see the shadow altar begin to kind of melt away. And you see the head of Dr. Gagant begin to crumble, or mostly just the features kind of crumble off the face, leaving just a blank oval space that's featureless of bone there and a small black stone is all that's left of the altar as the altar evaporates into shadow stuff and then just kind of dissipates I like that Jesus Christ (laughs) and you die (laughs) Tina reaches down with like her you know three fingered bloody hand and like, do I feel anything coming off the stone before I touch uh, it? You roll mysticism. 28. That's with the inspiration? Yeah. Okay, no, that's, that's enough for you to determine that this stone, it does have a magical aura about it, and you have identified it as part of some sort of mystical mechanism. Um, you've I ha- you don't know what that is because you haven't seen it, but you you could tell that this has a mechanical function, that it's part of something bigger. Okay. Tina picks it up with her bloody hands. Anything happen? Nope. She puts it in her pocket and turns around uh, to the rest of the crew, and as she does, she pulls out, like, the serum uh, and just stabs it in her arm and uh, just... Just her ring finger grows back. Okay, like as you do that, Mike had just pulled out his magma blade and was like, "You want me to weld that?" Oh, all right. <laughs> weld it? Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, weld yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, no. I got to weld it. Yeah. Gotta weld it. Yes. You want me to flesh weld it? Call back. Uh, yeah. What the uh, hell was that about, Tina? Forgot what we needed. We've destroyed this altar. Yeah. I don't know what we need this for, but. It seems like it's to be I will, important. I will say that all the feelings of love, empathy, the smell of cinnamon and bread is all gone. 
and this is now just a pulsing heart. And I think that I need everybody to roll a corruption check. Oh. Well, we'll all say right. that. There, we yeah. didn't all cut our damn fingers off. That's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, but y'all witnessed it. <laughs> and didn't do anything about it, huh? Well, she was uh, too quick. Uh, 20, exactly 20. All right, you are good, uh, Trilax. I did not mean to do that. Uh, what about you, Tenna? Uh, uh, sorry, is this a will? It is a will, yes. Sorry, I was reading up on that serum. 24. 24, you're good. What about Gloombot? Got a 27. Oh, excellent. And Mike? Uh, 29. Oh, man, you guys, no problem here. What about Kleipah? I rolled a two on the die, so that is a 14. Okay, um, that is not good enough, uh, which means that unless you use a resolve, you are going to go down one stage down the corruption path. So, now this is going to be a little fucked up, but I think uh, I'm actually not going to... uh, Use a resolve point. I'm going to go ahead and take it. Because, because, Emily, um, well, rather, uh, Tenaval kind of, well, uh, her actions. Don't blame this on me. No, 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 no. It was more almost kind of an inspiration. Um, and the fact that, uh, Kuiper saw that what you did as, well, you know, to take. One must first give. And he sees that that was probably the pursuit of power. And he can understand that. Even though we don't know what the hell that is. Uh, So, yeah. Besides, I want to hold on to my resolve points. I mean, uh, meta-wise, I want to survive. But yeah, I'm going to still... I'm still going to go ahead and take... I'm going to lean into that corruption. You, you know? are at the heart of it, right? Um, I am. That's the thing, man. We're in the fucking asteroid, you know? So, right. I mean, at this point... Uh, yeah, okay. Well, that puts you at stage four, so you're not even halfway there yet. You're going to be totally fine. Um, right. There's no manifestation for it right now. Well, that's so. because you already had the free exactly. one exactly yeah i from, took it from gregant yes mm-hmm. so now you've evened that out and so you're at stage four with two manifestations um and a little little bit deeper deeper into your corruption um okay so yeah that shit got weird <laughs> told you it would i um, mean hashtag you're in a heart. Welcome. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the heart of it. You know? <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, all right. So where to now? You have a few options. There is a a passageway that exits out to the southeast that can kind of continues along this path. Um, there's also the passageway to the north and to, you know, there's the two that you bypassed when you first got here. So, you know, do you want to go further in this direction or, or what would you like to do? I wanted to go north to where, because yep. Mike had had his eyes on whatever light source that was that we could mm-hmm. perceive. I will say that you can kind of see a few what looks like cylindrical vats or machines through this hallway down to the southeast, too. If that might entice you in any way. Always gotta love a good vat. 
Good mm. good things come in vats, you know. Yeah, and, and from what I always, know, always, always, <laughs> a popular culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nothing usually it's like either shit. some kind of vats. flesh magic, flesh warpery vats, shit, you know. Citizens of vats. Talk it out as a group. Which way do you want to go? I mm. think north. Uh, my Emily's brain wants to go north, north, and then mm-hmm. we can work our way down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, John's brain got to say completionist, you know, yeah. so I feel yeah. like up there is not quite descending, you know what I mean? Well, you're not descending either way, just to make oh, that wow. clear. It's like Well, getting it further into the heart of it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I've already used that, John. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Well, Heath's, Heath's brain realizes it's an odd time to have cavern by fish stuck in my head, and it's really distracting. But I well, do want to go you do north. Is take care of your shoes. You're right. Yeah, exactly. As long as that's not the wall of the cave, you know? So. All right, let's go huh. to well, the... Congratulations, guys. Well done. Feeling the pulse of the group. I'm just going to go where they go. <laughs> okay. Nice. I, I see what you did there, Jack. I... And I appreciate your timing on that one, too. You waited. Waited till it was appropriate. That's what I, I appreciate about you. <laughs> Yeah, let's go north. Um, okay, so to the north it is, then. Um, to the north. The exact opposite way that I anticipated you guys going, so we'll see how this lack of prep goes. Let's gonna be get fine. it. <laughs> um, all right, so get in whatever marching order you, you would like. You unpause us? Unpaused. I wish to be in the back. Nope, Kuiper's in the back. No, I'm kidding. I I'll wish to be in mostly the back. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's right. you go, Brasa. Uh, okay, so let me scroll backwards a little bit here. Oh, Adam, I'm so it's, sorry. It's, I, kn- I know that. I know that that pain. It's uh, it's okay. It's okay. I have read this before, so at least it's not complete, <laughs> completely I'm, new. I'm aware of what's going on yeah. in there. Uh, all right, so what you see here, um, two 10-foot-tall, freestanding L-shaped walls stand in the center of this room, each lined with hundreds of shards of mirrors, some larger than others, that face inward. The mirrors reflect one another in a dizzying display of infinity. The other sides of the structures appear to be made from rusting and bloodstained steel that pierces the red flesh of the floor. Well, um, this does th- not there's... seem at all like forbidden arcane magics. I think this is perfectly fine. <laughs> Kuiper, you should try to lick it. <laughs> is I don't anything... know where this uh, phase started, but uh, I'm also not going to lick this either. Is Wait. anything truly forbidden in the Shadow Plane? Everybody shut up. I think the GM was still reading from the box decks. Nope. Okay, never mind. <laughs> the fuck is the GM? I'm just reading myself to catch up so, on this room. So vehicle bit. company. Tina, Tina, like, shakes her head like, did I say that out loud? <laughs> I think she lost more than the finger. Yeah. Yeah. For your information, GM is a vehicle company far inferior to Nissan, maker of the Armada. <laughs> Senna <laughs> <laughs> leans over to try like what is an armada? Mm-hmm. I don't know, just go with it. You know, he Typically okay. it's a large He's beef. been a little Warships. strange ever since he got here. Fair enough. He's grieving the loss of his friends. I'm fucking oh, strange. 
This is spiraling, y'all. Uh. Um, so there's like mirrors. There's lots of mirrors. Yeah, right. Like so, the inside of this, yeah, where you have your cursor there, is like the the inside of those walls are just a bunch of shattered mirrors all put together in, in a cracked infinity of reflection, um, and it's reflecting this kind of dim, soft light. Oh wow! Uh, actually, it's actually it's it's bright because it's amplified from yeah. the mirrors bouncing it, off. It would appear that we have stumbled upon an art exhibit. <laughs> I want Mike real? and Kyber to reenact the uh, funhouse fight scene from what is it, Enter the Dragon? You know what I'm talking about? The Bruce Lee movie? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do want to call out real quick, Foundry is so kick-ass because there is some really cool special effects lighting going on on our map here and it's just mm, my immersion. Um... Yeah. So you're so immersed you're talking to the DM. Yeah, I'm just everywhere. Um, Tina would kind of call out and be like, Do you know what that is, Brasa? Do you see anything other than the mirrors? Tina, clearly, whatever this is, is designed to cause immeasurable pain and suffering. But that's sort of what this whole place is. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying I don't want to go in and like step my foot in there and just try it out. I'm going to come up here and stand next to you. Do I get any vibes from it? Any kind of like whooshy, mysticism-y kind of vibes? I mean, you get... Um... I don't know, you get... you get Detect a, magic. There you go. How about that? I mean, there's nice. def- Yes, there's definitely uh, magic guys, about. You guys, I did it. There's magic um, in there. I am you, shocked. I tell you what, I could not believe it. <laughs> I, te- I tell you what. You you get um, I will say that the the feelings that are kind of emanating from this room are a strong sense of self uh, uh, serenity you know uh, acceptance of who one is you know and so like you're looking at your finger Tina or where you used to have a finger and you don't feel you don't feel as if you've you made a mistake you know what I mean like mm-hmm. this is you feel very at peace with yourself, and everybody does. Uh, well, except for Kuiper, I guess, and Gloombot, because you aren't fully in the room. But, you know, uh, Tenna and Trelax, you you know, you, you do feel this kind of overwhelming sense of self-assuredness. Um, so you said this, like, it's all these different, like, shattered pieces of mirrors. Mm-hmm. Like, was it a single piece that has been shattered, or it was, like, lots of different chunks that have been sort of just, like... Yes, the second added one. Added to this wall. Okay, mm-hmm. so... It's like a mosaic of gotcha. mirrors. Yeah. Um, are but they it's, like, hard of... to tell from this angle, too, you know? Like, much more than, more than that. Tenno would step up about five feet, um, like, right next to Trelax, but closer to the mirror situation mm-hmm. um, and she would go ahead and cast psychokinetic hand mm-hmm. and there just try and peel one of the mirror pieces off just to see just yeah to no, see. nothing happened you can't it can't find purchase it's pretty fleshly gotcha okay against there you know um, 
I'm so curious look- about what the fuck this is that I'm tempted to just step into it just to see. I mean, Tina it, just looks at, at, at <laughs> Trilax and is just like, we must move forward. We can't stay here. All right. And God she was like, put, it, out, put out her bloody hand to like, hold my hand, brother. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They step in together then. All right. The two of you go in. Nice. There. I like that a lot. Um, and so you see like all these images of yourselves and all the shards Though many of them are like subtly or slightly wrong. Like in a few of them, you catch your hair color is not white, but like a uh, light blue. Or in another one, you see that your skin uh, has scars where it wouldn't, or there aren't scars where there were. Um, you know, it, it's like maybe your eyes are a different color in some of these shards. And, and, it, it kind of puzzles you as you guys are looking at it and kind of overwhelmed by all these images of yourself. And so I, I need everybody to, uh, or well, not everybody, but the two of you to roll a will save. Yeah, yeah, I figured there'd be something along. I am shocked. <laughs> I tell you what. Hey, oh, that's can... pretty good. Uh, 27. Okay, what about you, Tina? Not as good. 19. Okay, uh, Trelax, um, as is tradition, you say, okay, this was a neat trick, but you you kind of, there, nothing really jumps out to you. However, Tenna, you become enthralled by these images and all these different versions of yourself. Um, I, need it, I need to roll some initiative. Oh, no. What? For everybody you, or just the two of them? You? Uh, everybody just... In, yeah, everybody. Please. Okay. <laughs> the listeners can't see, but I was like gesturing wildly with my finger betwixt myself and the camera. <laughs> so if you'll notice, uh, I've also updated our Ooh. combat tracker down there. Mm-hmm. At the- nice. <gasps> neat. Neat, neat, neat. All right. Um, so the initiative order is as follows. It looks like we have Tenna with a 28. Natural 20 on that initiative Natty order. Well. Uh, Mike with a 22. Kuiper with a 19. Trelax with a 9. And Gloombot with an 8. Um, so <laughs> let me just read this because i got to make sure we get this right. Oh, boy. It's always so, what you want to hear. So as you become more and more enthralled with this Tenna, uh, you become much more fascinated with it because the changes are becoming more drastic. And some of them, you are uh, like your entire species changes. You're a Svaltrevar in one and you're just a complete shadow in another. And some of your hair is blonde and your skin is dark. You know, like it's just all these different aspects um and it, and it just totally totally traps you in its in its whole experience and uh you are going to take some damage um it's <laughs> a lot well i don't care for that adam Oops. 
Alright, so you are going to take 18 points of negative damage, and you are fascinated. And then you can also roll a, another will save per round to try to break out of it. So give me another will. But you are fascinated, condition-wise. So, will save? Twelve. Oh, that's not good. You remain enthralled. Uh, Mike, you're up, and you see Tenna just staring, like, slack-jawed in to the mirror. What do you do? <laughs> uh, I've got an idea, but you're not going to like it. Uh, you, specifically, Emily. Oh, I'm, no, I thought you meant uh, Adam. <clears throat> no, he'll probably love it. I'm really tempted to bull rush your ass out of there. I mean, I ain't mad at it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Um. Don't do that, dude. Why? <laughs> don't. Just don't do it. I, just hold your turn and let me grab her. I'm right there. You're going to fail your save, and then you'll be stuck in there. I've already passed my save. Oh, you have to do it every round, buddy. I've got a good will save. <laughs> Mike, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What would Mike do? What would be his gut as you see her just like, and you see her like life force draining from her face? I mean, <clears throat> I'd probably bull rush her ass out of there to save her life. Then do Presumably. it. Presumably. Because Mike don't know shit about magic, he assumes they're all deadly. <laughs> Alright, so do the thing. Okay. I, Zach is very upset, and I understand why. Because it's, it's a waste of HP. It's like just destroying resources for no reason. It's stamina. You can get that back. I have a question, Adam. It, is this a mind-affecting effect? No. Oh, uh, well... Okay. No, no, it is not. It's a mesmerizing effect. Yet. Also, to assuage Zach's fears... Um, no, it isn't, because a bull rush doesn't inherently do damage. With my benefits to bull rush, I can choose to attack her, or I can choose not to. Yeah, you I can, can just, just push move her. Mm. Yeah. So do it. So, yeah. I mean, you're basically, I mean, I feel silly to even make you roll for it, as she is not going to be resisting in any way. Well, I've already rolled. And it's, okay, what'd you roll? I rolled an 18 on the die, and I have a plus 20, yes. 26. Alright, so let's see. So that takes it to 44, which, what's your KAC plus 8, Tenna? My KAC mm -hmm. plus 8 is. That's 26 plus 34. 8. 34. So you're gonna, you're gonna beat it by 10, Heath. So was that push her back 15 feet? Uh, no, well, it's yeah, Adam. It's like every five. Ba my base, without even factoring in bonuses mm -hmm. to a KC, would be 10 feet just because I'm doing it from 20 feet away. Okay. So I, just, I beat it by like one threshold, basically. Two. Two? Oh, then that'd be 20 mm -hmm. feet. All right. So, Mike, you move in. Boom. Tenna just gets rocked. <laughs> <laughs> Moves 20 feet back up against the wall. 
Uh, and Mike, I need you to make a will save mm-hmm. okay. as you have entered the light. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, okay, that is a 29. You are good. Okay. But you do see yourself in there and, and almost get, like, you you knock Tenna out of the way and you catch yourself doing it. You're like, damn, I look good. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> you almost get involved <laughs> with that, but you shake it off. Um and that would be your I turn, shake it off because right? I see a human version of Mike, and I'm like, oh, fuck no. Right, right. <laughs> this just got um, terrible. And it's just Anthony Joshua. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. well, then he's like, oh, I look pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Trelax, what are you going to do? Are you going to try to I'm go- sorry, not Trelax. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kuiper. Kuiper's up. Kuiper is just going to go ahead and use his turn for a ready action. Hurt. All right, now, Trelax, what you going to do? Trelax is going to go to his sister, provided he passes his will save, I guess. Yeah, let's get that will save. 17 on the die, bro. Get out of here. It's 28. Yeah, all right. You good? You good? You yeah, good? so he's like, Tina, are you all right? You know, uh, is she okay? <laughs> it is like she just got speared by, like, Ray Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is she okay? okay? Does she look enthralled? Like, what is going on? Uh, so, so... Basically, once you get hit while you're fascinated, it shakes the fascinated condition. Um, and because she's not in the light, she doesn't have to roll against it. So, yes, Tenna, you you shake free. Like, what? what? And you're like, what the hell? You just got smashed back by, uh, by your boy there, by Mike. Uh, but you are okay and back to yourself. Um, I want you to roll a pers- like a retro active perception check while you are staring deeply into the mirrors. Uh, oh, sorry. Never mind. Never mind. Forget Trelax? that. Strike that from the record. Trelax, your sister is okay. You've moved up to okay, her. Okay, You want to? That's it. Yeah. I mean, nothing else to do. All right. All right, Gloombot. It just stands there, like All right, w- so watching, we'll- waiting for something to happen. So nothing is going to happen. Like you, you kind of know what the deal is, right? If you're in the light, you're at, you're at the risk of being enthralled. I will say you have the potential to maybe try to disable what's going on here, or to to like stand against it and beat it. Um, but like nothing, nothing is active. I mean, I guess. Mike, you're going to have to make one more will save before we drop turn order, because you would start your turn in that light. Yeah. Okay, uh, that is a 22. Close, but you do pass. Oh, nice. Uh, um, and so, in fact, that is actually uh, enough of you succeeding to break the mesmerizing effect um, I believe that's the case. Yes. Okay. So, the bright light fades to dim light as it seems to have responded to you guys and your will. Uh, kind of resisting its enthralling illusion so you can now safely look into the mirrors 
So if anybody cares to do that, we can get a perception checks. Okay, let's do it. Sure, yeah. Tina stands up, dusts off. I got you. I need everybody to roll will save. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Bitch, no. <gasps> control Z, control Z. Um, uh, no, she's kind of like dusts herself off. And it's just like, thank you. It's a weird, weird thing to have to thank someone for. <laughs> like trying to catch your breath because you got the breath yeah. knocked out but of her. Mike's like, look, sorry uh, about that. I feel like whatever spell this had over us is weakened some, but I just, I, I don't know. I, I got worried. I didn't want I don't, anything here could be deadly, so I didn't want twas like, you to succumb to whatever this is. I think you made the right call. It was like an electrical current. And you got me out So of I will say that you. the images in the mirror are still all kind of subtly altered. Um, but yeah, whoever wants to look deeper into the mirrors can roll a perception check. Yep, that's a 29. Yeah. All right. Ooh, nicey nice. 38. Ooh. All I'm rolling tonight are threes, so time to retire that D twenty, man. Twenty three garbage. That's my favorite one. <laughs> oh. Um, what did you get? Uh Kuiper, what'd you say? Thirty-eight. Oh, nice. oh Kuiper, the one who decided to casually wait till all this was done and then just walk in there and look. Mm-hmm. Sees a version of himself uh looking <laughs> Licking, licking what? Licking no. a, a stone. Um, it's oh like a glowing God. crystal. You see yourself holding a glowing crystal and you lick it and then you put it in your pocket and you feel your actual pocket no. get heavier with something in your pocket. Bitch, we just went straight yeah, up. Yeah, I was about to say, like, yeah, so. Like, yeah. straight up so Harry Potter. Kuiper Potter just puts his hand in his called? pocket and feels for a philosopher's stone. Yeah. So you do feel a crystal <laughs> in your pocket, and you just recovered a Mark Three ability crystal, bro. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What? Yes. Yes, indeed, bro. Um, you know how much that is, bitch. It's like seventy-two thousand credits. Don't tell yeah. him. <laughs> he might take it back. God. God. <laughs> like he's unaware. And then also you see a small white stone appear on the ground in the center of this chamber. Oh. Does it look similar to the one we got from the altar? It does. Oh. Except that it's white okay. and not black. We pick it up. Alright. You do that. Uh, you have another one of these Mystical mechanical MacGuffins. stones. Yes, I mean everyone. Stones. I have the I have the newest MacGuffin. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get, gotta catch them all. Shadow MacGuffin. Shadow MacGuffin. Is that like a McDonald's breakfast item? <laughs> yes, yes, Mike. It is just like this McDonald's Shad- breakfast item, which I know Shadow everything McDonald's. about because we have lots of McDonald's in the Shadow Plane, apparently. Of course, well, you would. Yeah. Was yeah, I was going to say it's Shatterplane uh, type company. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like the you've just you know won, I guess, or com- I get, I beaten, guess. beaten this this uh, self reflection trap. 
and gained another stone. Plus, Kuiper just got a huge upgrade yeah. with the Mark III yeah. ability crystal. Where Whoa. are you going to put that, bro? Um, right up your fucking up ass. Your <laughs> <laughs> just absorb it. It's the best way to do it. Here's Boof a it, quick bro. question. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're putting it on your constitution, that's how you have to do it. Uh-huh. Uh, did, did we all see him like take the stone out? Like, there's no way him? we would have. I don't know. Did he take it out of his pocket? Like, did you make? Well, it? okay, it's a mystery stone that I am not familiar with. Yeah, I would imagine Kuiper took it out of his pocket. Yeah, stone. yeah. I mean, like, we would recognize it. And I asked that. All right, basically. everybody, fight for it. No, let's I, go. I asked that basically right. because Tina looks down <laughs> at her hand, at like her three fingers, and her one, like her ring fingers, just very slowly growing back. Just a little baby. And she just looks it's over. A little baby finger, yeah. <laughs> she just looks over at like Kuiper holding this awesome ass stone. She's like, "It's fine. Milchetis is fine." It's fine. She, she goes fine. to paw him with her gross growing back fingers, and he gets scared <laughs> and drops it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me take that that stone. Let me take it with my with my good hand. Kuiper triggers his glass skin. Bamps, get the fucks out of there. <laughs> nah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so okay, about abilities, crystals. Just real quick. I've got one in dexterity. I've got. I can't put another one in dexterity. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, I'm gonna have to put one in. Um, in intelligence dude so that's skill points out the fucking frame I, yeah i'm a skill monkey dude you know so you just got it it's, it's so smart dude like it's un, it's unbelievable um okay well that's where you put it uh so Holy instead crap. of instead of your butthole you put it in your ear <laughs> oh, it's close to your brain, I guess. It's close to my brain. Yeah, or you yeah. can put it up your nose, whichever. Just snort you know, it. Whatever. Just snort yeah, that just, ability crystal. Yeah, just like break it up and <laughs> take some big old gator tails. Talk about so much information. Oh my god, guys, let me tell you about all the information. I just like a knowledge dump right there. Yeah. What was that movie? <laughs> Limitless. Uh-huh. It's yeah. just like, yeah. it's like talk yeah, about a shadow party. <laughs> Wow. Uh, wow. I mean, I mean. so the question is, well, no, that's fine. That's you, fine. You did the thing. You did the thing. So you now have what, like a 28 intelligence? Uh, I, I haven't even added it to my sheet yet, uh, but I would have thing? like... That would take you to a 24 intelligence. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yes. <laughs> that. Yes. Yes. Uh. That's that's insane. Uh, we'll deal with that later, I guess. I don't even care. Um, so, <laughs> now what? <laughs> I'm just I'm still floored. I'm flabbergasted by that. Yeah. So. I think we need to check out the vats first. Yeah. The vats. Yeah. So the vats. Maybe the vats. there will be an ability crystal for you, Dana, in one of the vats. She crosses her fingers. And it's just, it's just Her those. little baby finger. It's, it's just, just it's those just fingers. Those. <laughs> There's no <laughs> other fingers. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys can move yourselves down to the vat room. Uh, that's not the right way, Tina. Oh, wait. Where? You don't get to do that. Shit. What are you doing? I don't know. Stop it. <laughs> it's it's blood loss. It's blood loss. So. Blood down loss. here, folks. Down here. I'm sorry. Uh, 
out of directions. Trying to scope out the map. <laughs> Twilight, keep an eye on her. <laughs> she, she's I've been trying my whole life, Kuiper. <laughs> just wandering around with her arms out, all Travolta style, like, I don't even know, where are we? I did open a well that shot. <laughs> <laughs> just leaking uh, all over all right. the place. So, um... <laughs> This this has gone in a very different direction than I expected. I will go ahead and tell you. I did not expect you to be a few fingers down, but that's where you're at. Uh, so we go in here. Uh, the northern and southern walls of this chamber are lined with cylindrical machines, each with a single large opening in the front covered by a clear plastic door. A single touch sensor is situated above each of the doors. A smaller, cylind- uh, a smaller cylindrical machine is to the east, with a wide maw at the top and a hopper at the bottom. A rectangular fountain, currently devoid of water, sits in the center of the room. It is a display of abstract forms and shapes made from cartilaginous material. Several holographic signs are posted on the walls. The signs display messages in shifting variety of languages, with common being the most regular. They offer such platitudes as be thankful for what you research, be thankful for what you receive and return the generosity in kind. To take, one first must give. Uh, Kuiper gets a boner. Do, do what now? <laughs> do, Just do what so- now? What, what all, did I hear? All, all sorts of variations of being thankful for what you get, returning generosity, doing unto others as they do to you to take first one must give all these kind of things cycling through several different languages in the holographic signage in this room guys I'll be uh, right back and Gloombot <laughs> walks back to the previous room mm-hmm. and picks up one of the Dralix or it's not really picks up but more just like grabs and starts dragging back to <laughs> these vats okay nice I think we could give this it says, you know... <laughs> to take, one must first give. Said, yeah, it tracks. We, we must first give, so... Well, I don't have any flesh, so I, I can I'm offer this. I'm not using he that doesn't need it. that's for sure. Exactly, neither am I. Oh, just put that anywhere. <laughs> just, just. Um, what's interesting is that you see up above each of these um, devices, there's like a little plate... And as you guys step into the room, each of you see your name above one of the va- one of the devices. No. So, <laughs> Tenna, like, like you see your name how? Like engraved or like holographed? Uh, like, well, it's or? holographed, so it like okay. changes, and so it says Tenna on this first one, Trelax on the second one on the, on the northern wall, Gloombot on the third, and then on the bottom, you see uh, it says. Excuse me, uh, Mike. And the middle one says Kuiper, and the third one says Fell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great. Yep. Hmm. Tina walks over to her pod and she puts her mm. hands on her like hips, and it's just like, she didn't even use my full name. That's so rude. <laughs> Mike, well, that's, Mike, that's a that's a me mistake. There. Uh, <laughs> you don't get to call me by my nickname, um, but um. So as I said, each one of these has like a little uh, sensor 
touch sensor situated above the doors to the machine. So think about the the machine's probably about four feet tall, and there's like a little do- like two door panel that wraps around the front of it, and then there's like a little sensor on the touch. It's like a little touch sensor on the top, and then above is like a little holographic sign that says your names. What did you you describe something as having a maw? Yeah. So then there this this one over here is open on the top and in the bottom is like a hop, like a hopper or like a garbage disposal and then it has like a little like uh you know if you go and put like a quarter in one of those little dispensers like you know t- toy dispensers and a little bobble comes out it has like one of those shoots at the bottom of it okay so gloombot drags the body of drake over there Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You drag and it over there. Hoists it up and feeds it into the maw. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> I'm just standing there waiting to see what happens. Very curious. Yeah, same. Same, same. <laughs> Me too. Uh <laughs> Okay, so you put you just hoist Drake, the dead Dralik, into the little device and when it puts in there all of a sudden the, the disposal part just churns up and just like I mean just like a wood chipper just destroys the Dralek's body uh, armor and everything oh, it's a blender and like uh, yeah and and you hear this like little chime this really like pleasant tone like and uh, spitting out of the little chute you will get a some UPBs. Uh, UPBs no, bees out of a Draylic body. Oh well, well, I go back to get armor. all the other bodies right. immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from, from the armor. So you get eighty-five UPBs from the armor. Yes, thank you. Oh, we got a recycler. Andre the Giant yeah. should be at least three times that. It would seem that it's only the gear. <laughs> I'm saying because he's big, his gear would be big. <laughs> Fair. Uh, so yeah, that's eighty-five UPBs that spit out of the little chute. Let's go uh, the And you see that you see the names start to flash more intensely by your by like your butts no, or everybody's. By everybody's. I, I just I keep feeding it stuff. I'm just imagining in the writing of the AP, it's like if your party gets distracted by the blender wood chipper. Make it flash more so they know that they should stop doing this. <laughs> well, eventually we'll run out of Dralik's bo- Dralik bodies. This, um, this is true. Uh, I'm has not limbs, putting my so. body into that thing. No. I don't think it's meant for bodies. It spits out UPBs based on right. the gear that you throw in. It's a recycler. Yeah, I go get Dr. Dre's body and immediately walk up right before I throw it in, very quietly say, until the next episode. Throw him in. Yeah. But uh, uh, but but why does it have our names on it? If it's just uh, random recycler, that one does. So yeah, you get. Another. I never said random. I just said it is a recycler. So this one, yeah, the recycler is a different device than the other ones that have your name on it. It's not the same device. Okay, so what kind of device know? has our name on it? I've told you, it's like a closed cylinder 
that has some panels on the front that are closed and a button on the top. We can't see in the panels are not okay, windows. All right, correct? So, all right. Okay. Trelax is going to press the button over his. All right. So Trelax, and you, uh, and then like, jump back like ten feet. Oh no no no! Yeah 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 yeah! Jump back ten feet. Uh, uh, so let's see. Come on, Adam. Be cool, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I didn't take my finger off the. Off the piece, dude. You know I what I'm just saying? want to touch a button. I'll bull rush you out if I need to. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you press the button and jump you back hear ten feet. A, <laughs> jump back ten feet, and you um, you hear another chime, another really pleasant tone, like "Hmm, yes," or something. You know, doesn't actually say that, but that's the mm. feeling that you get, and it opens up, and the and what you see inside, like. It's like nothing, and then all of a sudden it fabricates, like a little fabricator, knits together uh, some planar rune plates, Mark Three. Okay. Uh, and what those do, you might be familiar with these. I Zach, am familiar you, with uh-huh. them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so with the Mark, <laughs> yeah. So what the Mark Three does is lets you reroll three times instead of one. Uh, and I'll just read for those of you that haven't listened to our underground podcast that we don't advertise we don't anywhere. talk about. Um, right, with this one we don't talk about. So what it does is each set of planar room plates has the same alignment as the extra planar entity to which the plates are dedicated, although no plates are created with a neutral alignment with no other alignment components. While you wear the plates, they have several effects. If a creature with an alignment component opposite any of the plate's alignment components attacks you, the plates alert you to the creature's opposing subtypes. If the attack hits as a reaction, you can force the creature to re-roll the attack and use the worst result. If you fail a saving throw against an effect created by such a creature, as a reaction, you can re-roll the saving throw and take the better result. Once you benefit from a given set of planar rune plates, you can benefit from a different set only after 24 hours have passed. Uh, and you get three re-rolls per day with these, and these are aligned to lawful good. Okay, what? so chaotic evil. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I want to collect my UPBs from uh, Dr. J's body yeah. and then go yeah. press mics. Same thing. If you hear that tone, and you see fabricated in yours a grind blade and this is a 4d10 slashing weapon one-handed weapon advanced melee it has a critical effect of 2d8 bleed uh is this a chainsaw sword pretty much yeah <laughs> uh, it's the sharp edge of a grind blade has been crafted with advanced micro pitting technology that turns it into a destructive rasp at close to the molecular level mm-hmm. capable of, of inflicting hideous damage so sharp and savage is their edge that most grind blade designers don't even bother giving them a point <laughs> awesome <laughs> i love it tina watches as they like get these little goodies mm-hmm. and then eyeballs the recycler and slams mm-hmm. her hand on her pod <laughs> I thought you were about to say into the recycler. I know. I was thinking that as well. I was like, what? Choose her hand off. (laughs) In yours, you see an iridescent trillion aeon stone. 
While this Aeon Stone orbits you, when you are hit by a ranged attack, you can spend one resolve point as a reaction to attempt a reflex saving throw with a plus six enhancement bonus. If your saving throw result equals or exceeds the result of the attack roll that hits you, the Aeon Stone deflects the attack and it deals you no damage or other effect. Cool. She seizes the stone, walks over, and throws it into this recycler. Whoa! Okay. I need you to roll a bluff check as you must attempt to faint. Uh, hold, on, hold on, a lot of things happen there. Oh, okay. Let me back up. So you take the item. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you get this overwhelming feeling that you should give thanks for this item. Like, before you do anything, like, when you take it and you have it, you're like, oh, this is awesome. But now you have this, like, just overwhelming compulsion to give thanks for for receiving this item. Thank you, Pod, that gave me this <laughs> Thank item. Thank you, Pod! <laughs> okay. I, I have that. How do, like, am I compelled to do, like... You just get this feeling. Okay. You get this feeling that's like is persistent. You know, it's not compelling you to do anything specific, but you just like, you know, saying thank you doesn't get rid of it. Yeah. That feeling. It's like guilt. You feel guilty about it? Um, Guilt is probably closer to it, although I don't want to say guilt because it is specifically a need to give thanks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um,. And yeah, I mean, she she kind of like shakes her head just a little bit, but she can't lose the feeling. But she does walk, and you know, like Aeon stones hover or whatever you embed them and mm-hmm. stuff. So she's just got it in her hand, and she walks over to the recycler and says, "Thank you, but no thank you," and tosses it in. Tries to. Wah, wah. <laughs> gets chopped up and you get nothing i mean you yeah you get, UP, you get the upb <laughs> value so that's uh what that's gonna be not nothing you trying third. to inherit this heart like charlie's chocolate factory or so no, i was thinking this was like uh you can either have this nice thing or or you can what's give behind it back. door number two like so if, like giving up you know before you oh, take you must give no kind of type thing you know Mm. Mm. Uh, so yeah you put it in there uh, or hold on a second I broke him I'm sorry no it's just really complicated what I do best yeah like literally nothing happens um but you do get 3,200 UPBs. Okay. Well, that's neat. I do take that. It's like getting cash from your uncle who's like, uh, hey, look, I just want you to get what you want. But you uh, you now feel, you're now like kind of overwhelmed with sadness um, because you did not give thanks. You, you, you rejected a gift that was given to you and you feel the sadness emanating from from within you and from with the room. Hmm. 
Gloombrot's going to slap his button. Boom! Slaps the button. Hmm. And it opens. And you see in front of you, forming before your very eyes, an elite shield rifle. This is a two-handed long-arm weapon that does 4d8 electric and piercing damage at a range of 80 feet with the critical 4d4 arc effect. Uh, it also has the buttressing, buttressing special property. And when activated, this weapon exudes subtle static charges that tightly bind nearby objects to one another, granting them additional resilience from incoming attacks. After you make an attack with this weapon, you increase the AC bonus you gain from cover by one, increase the hardness of objects within five feet of you by an amount equal to a quarter times the weapon's level, and you gain a plus one bonus to your KAC to resist combat maneuvers. This benefits will last until you move or until the beginning of your next turn, whichever comes first. He's taking it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good weapon, right? So you take it, and you too are overwhelmed with this need to give thanks. Some some sort of thanks. He goes to go grab Andre 3000. Yep. Um, you do that. You throw him in the wood chipper. 85 credits come out, but you still don't feel as if you've given enough. Well... Thank you, Weird Heart Place. Thank you, Tenna, Trelex, Kuiper, Mike, for being my... Are we friends? <laughs> if we're not, thank you anyways for being near me. Tenna's the, not really listening. What kind of question is that even at this point, my man? <laughs> like, Tenna's doing exactly what Emily is doing right now, and she's, like, got her arms crossed and her, like, thumbs in her mouth a little bit, trying to figure out what went wrong. I knew that was gonna work. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll say for, for Gloombot, yeah, you put it in there, but it, you don't feel as if that was sufficient. The And, and what, what was processed through there was the armor, right? And mm-hmm. um, you don't feel like that that was sufficient enough to... It's a law of equivalent exchange situation where you need to throw enough money in to pay for the plate. This seems to be maybe. Um, looking at the weapons that I have currently, because I've got two of them, I need to replace one of them. What did you say the damage roll was on that? On the shield rifle? Yeah. Is 4d8. Okay, and what type of weapon is it? It's a long arm. Hmm. What hmm. happens if you throw a UPB in? It UPB comes. in, UPB out? Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's like dropping a quarter in when you uh, when you already paid up. <laughs> um nothing. He's not gonna do anything. He's just gonna gonna look at his weapons, look back at this at the rifle, and be like Well, I really prefer plasma weapons, so <laughs> Um, I guess I could toss this dirge cannon in. There's, nobody else wants this, though, right? Okay, the dirge and he throws cannon? a dirge cannon in. Yeah. It's a two-handed it heavy weapon. Uh, dirge cannon, you said? What kind of dirge cannon? Isn't that the uh, one that y'all did a roll? I mean, I kind of do want that. <laughs> <laughs> That's I the mean, an- damn. That's it, the an- harmonic one? 
Yeah, it is. It is the one that we rolled off for. But which, what type of, is it resonant, parametric, anharmonic? Uh, okay. So you threw it in there, huh? Yep. You get 4,990 UPBs and your feeling of gratitude is, is put at ease. You feel, you feel good and that you've, you've sufficiently given thanks for this new weapon that you have received. Like, as you go to throw it in, it's like, wait, what the fuck are you doing? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I told you I should have held on to it! Mike, I thought maybe you could use this instead, and hands him the rifle that he just pulled out of the pod and threw the other one away for him. Oh, don't give me that. You need a weapon, don't you? I don't need that one. The Electron Aurora Cannon, or Aurora Cannon, still functions better for me. Being a plasma weapon, I can credit a 19 with it. Oh. Uh, Alright. Let's see. So, Trelax, you're still standing before yours, 10 feet away. Uh, <coughs> with the planar rune plates marked 3. Kuiper, you haven't opened yours yet. My, the grind blade is still in front of you. Uh, no, it's in my uh, inventory, dog. <laughs> no, yeah, the, the rune oh, plates you- are... <laughs> Trelax is putting the rune plates on. He's like, this is this isn't okay. comfy. Okay. Thank you, so Vat. You took them. I appreciate Thank you, Vat. It. Uh, yeah, so both of you are, are certainly overwhelmed with this need to give thanks as well. Both Trelax and Mike, as you've taken the items from uh, your vat. Trelax pats the vat and says, thank you. Yeah, that doesn't seem to do anything. Well, I, well, <laughs> well I've th- tried everything, guys. I don't know what to do, okay? <laughs> well, I, did, I threw in Dr. Dre, like, right when I opened it. Like, that. that's, that's nope, nothing? No, that's not enough. Okay. It's not enough. It's 85 UPBs, but not enough to rid you of the gratitude. Pretty sure it's a certain credit amount that he's looking for of gear. I don't have... Or, le- or level. I don't have equipment. that, okay? But I am taking these rune plates. What about... What is Kuiper doing? You're just sitting there, watching <laughs> them? Uh, Kuiper is weighing uh, what... Uh, he has in his inventory because there throw, are throw the mark no three ability drillics. crystal in there dog <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, i was gonna joke about that but yeah um well speaking of i decided what stat i want on that by the way um that's gonna be actually strength not intelligence okay so okay, what, anyway yeah so are you gonna open yours yes i am gonna go ahead and open mine uh, and in yours you see uh-huh. an elite skip shot pistol which is a 5d4 piercing weapon, 60 foot range, critical bleed, 3d6, and it has the teleportive special effect. Uh, so, this weapon fired, this weapon's fired ammunition teleports a short distance after being fired. You take only a minus one cumulative penalty when attacking outside the range of the weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, Kuiper likes. Mm-hmm. Um, that is really fucking cool. It, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I don't really have anything I want to get rid of, though. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, this is such... I want to take it. I want to fucking take that weapon. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm, I'm going to take it. 
Okay, you take it, and you too are overwhelmed with the need to give thanks. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, for that, I mean, he just kind of, he does a silent, you know, thank you, you know. I I mean, just kind of like, not really looking at anything when he says it, you know. Yeah, that, as established, that's not going to do it. I just think it's a little rude, okay, for us to focus on the dollar amount here. Okay, it's mm-hmm. about the thought. Okay, <laughs> it's not about how much you spend on somebody. I am very appreciative, Mister Vat, of the rune plates. Why does it have to be more than that? So, so I'll the be Vat happy just shrugs. To. Yeah, right. Uh, if I'm if I if I take that weapon, I'd like to go ahead and uh, throw something in there. Then, right, what you gonna throw in? Um, because that is an upgrade against my elite semi-auto pistol. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I'd be happy to go ahead and throw that in. There. I have a question, Adam. Yeah? I don't think anybody's asked. Maybe I missed it. Mm-hmm. What if we just walk out with this feeling of feeling thankful? Well, I will tell you that in a moment. Oh. Let me deal with John first. Okay. So, John, okay. you throw the uh the pistol in there. And you hear like that longer chime. Oh, I don't, I yeah. don't like that. Yeah. It says, oh. and you, f- you really like that. Stepper, and you what feel, are you doing? You feel as if you have uh, properly given thanks with that item. Okay, all right. I don't want to do this, but I will. Nice. Trailax will will toss his uh, Aeon Stone in. You all, uh, what, what? Level item is that? Uh, it's an alabaster helix, so it's a item level eleven. Hmm. Mm. All right. You feel as if you've given thanks. Okay. That's the only thing I had to give. Mm-hmm. I don't even have like a weapon. I, I want to see how this does me. I've got an item in my inventory that's a ridiculously large toothbrush. Uh, <laughs> originally designed to scrub drift plaque off starship engines, heat sinks, aka the cool gates, oh and uh, scrubbing the water filters, aka the aqua freshers. In 288 AG, it was rebranded as the only toothbrush large enough for the perpetually growing and their plaque removal needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you you throw that in there, uh, and it. And you get, I don't know, we'll call that 200 UPBs. Nice. Um, I would say it's probably been, what, five minutes at this point? Yeah. Right? Probably. That's fair. That's a fair assessment. So it's definitely been one minute since you guys have taken these items. I believe Mike and Tenna are the only ones that properly did not give thanks. And thus, you are going to be cursed. Um, we need to go through all your inventory and any item of level 11 or below is automatically cursed. And then we're going to roll a will save uh, for any item that's 12th level or above. And we'll do that in between episodes. Uh, but if you fail this, that means that you're 
weapons or items will be cursed and it will be a minus four penalty on all attack rolls or skill checks used by that item. A minus four penalty to AC if it's a suit of armor. Alternatively, if the item doesn't fit into either of these categories, it instead functions only 50% of the time, consuming charges or daily uses, even if it doesn't function. And we'll this see. This is dog shit, Fuck Adam. You, Adam. Fuck you. What? This is punishing This is punishing the banter is what it's couch. doing. I'm so upset. Oh my god. Brutes. Brutes. Fuck me for wanting to be well equipped for any situation.